You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. If you are a first-time listener, we are so grateful that you are joining us here. We are all about excellent experiences and purposeful planning. And this episode is jam-packed with some tangibles that you can create and implement as you are planning for your next event. In our previous episode, we talked about selecting a perfect venue. And um, I talked a bit and mentioned about something that we do with our clients as we are selecting a venue. And we talked about creating a a venue matrix to where you can compare um, venues uh, side by side. So I'm going to walk you through that process um, so that you can set up your own and it can help you make your decision as you are planning your event. So the first thing that I'll say about your planning matrix, you can do this in Excel, you can do this in a Google Sheet, whatever works for you. But what I will recommend is you try not to overwhelm yourself with um, the data. So what I mean by that is typically my uh, my venue um, matrix, I typically set up between three and five venues comparing them back and forth. And the reason why I would say try not to go over that amount is because from this matrix, you want to be able to make a decision and an informed decision. And if you start populating more than the three to five venues, then that can be information overload and you may not be able to get to the decision that you are looking to meet. So the example of the matrix that I am looking at um, for the sake of this episode was for a client's Cancun retreat. And so I'm going to share some of the columns and rows that we set up to compare each of the venues. So the first um, thing that I would encourage as it relates to your columns, you do want to start your first column off that just has your um, venue criteria. So we talked about this a little bit in the previous episode about what are your non-negotiables? What are some things that you are looking at? Are you looking at having multiple event spaces? Do you kind of know what, um, what, like, is there a dinner involved? Do you know that you want to have like spa treatments? Do you know that you want to do different um, elements within the event? I would break that out as things that you're looking for and you're going to rate um, for each uh, venue. Even if it's, if everything's in one room, it kind of makes it a lot easier. But if you're maybe looking for some excursions, right? Um, proximity to that excursion may be something that you want to note here um, in this first column. So for example, some of the things that we have in our first column uh, are um, what is the name and I'm going from the top. So we have, it starts off with the title, like our venue criteria. We have the next um, row would be the location name or the venue name, right? So um, in the in the column over from that, we'll, we'll put that out for the three to five, right? Um, 
any links to the location. So um, that way you can have your links to the website for each of the venue in all of the columns for that respective venue. Um, Maybe you have um, within that first column, your um, venue criteria is accommodations. Maybe you have a certain type of accommodation. So sleeping rooms that you're looking for boardrooms, meeting spaces, breakout rooms. These would all be individual items that you would have within this first column. Um, And I'll get to why you want to have them as separate um, areas. Again, it helps us better compare apples to apples, but you'll see in just a second. So then um, for this example that I'm looking at, we even had mixer, like the location that we would do for our mixer um, and for our brunch, right? So we actually outlined based off of what we were planning to do in the room, um, an area to assess where we could potentially hold these spaces. Of course, you want to have an area that talks about costs. So I would break that up into what are the costs for the, um, rooms if you're doing a room lock and then also the cost for the spaces so if you are looking at multiple spaces and they have individual costs I would line that out or you can just keep it like accommodation costs and then um, then you like space costs and you can put those together because you can detail that into the to the blocks um, as you look at each location because they may differ right some may have a blanket cost and others may charge you per space so that's something to know all in one area that you, that way you can compare are there any vendor fees so that is a, a note that I uh, highly encourage that you have there if you want to bring in outside vendors does this venue have a cost or a charge for that um, the square footage um, noting just what type of uh, the uh, capacity the square footage is good to note also in this matrix I also like to do a line for concessions if uh, when you put in your request for proposal if they come back and they are able to say that they're able to give concessions for your group um, for being there. I think that's an important thing to note and compare from venue to venue. And then I also like to just have a standard session that section, excuse me, for just notes in general, because there may be something that is special to one venue that is not special to another and um, that general catch all for notes is really good to kind of see like what's the special what's that miscellaneous thing what is what could be a decision maker for this venue over another so that's the first column again uh, that just outlines the different titles to help you organize the things that you are comparing from venue to venue now uh, the next column will be venue one the following column, venue two, and so on and so on, so on and so forth. Um, And what I like to do, again, we'll have that name, we'll have the links to the venue, but as it relates to your spaces and your accommodations, I like to put pictures in these um, boxes. And the reason why I like to put pictures is because visually it is a lot easier to compare across the board when you are looking at images. So for the example that I am looking at for the sake of this episode, I'm looking at in the accommodations, I have images of the sleeping room and the bathrooms for venue one and the same for venue two and the same for venue three. 
And I think that really helps you kind of see like, okay, this is, um, it, this allows me to compare same with same, right? And then also with your um, spaces where you're hosting things, like if you are doing a brunch or if you are doing any excursions, add pictures so that you can visually quickly compare things. And then if you're looking at distance or um, or like distance from an excursion, for example, putting that mileage in there or putting... Um, how would you get to these locations? So maybe um, it could go in your notes section or it could go into the to the column here, but um, does the venue offer a shuttle service or is this ex excursion on site versus another? It's not. So I think that's a, a good way to create some discriminators between that or distance from um different locations may help you make the decision, but definitely utilizing pictures as much as possible, utilizing mileage, um, um, and any other, um, units of measurements. Like for example, for square footage, of course, you'll put the square footage of the, uh, that the venues give you for each of the space so that you can compare. So this, these are just some examples of how you'd want to set up your matrix. And then also, um, the costs. I would also, um, as it relates to the cost, find out what the sales tax are, uh, taxes and fees are for the venue. And the reason why I say that is that may differ from, especially if you're looking at different locations, like if all the venues are not in the same location, you may be looking at different um, quantities of sales tax and things to consider. Um, international versus um, local to you, um, th these fees may vary. And especially at the type of venue, these fees may vary. So these are just a couple of tips to kind of start you off with a venue selection matrix. I hope that this helps you get on the right track as you are deciding what your next venue will be for the experience that you will design. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.